We've been discussing the situation where you've got a women's shelter. So we're dealing with the most vulnerable in society. These are not women who have just left home. These are not women who are just looking for something new in life. These are women who are leaving very abusive situations or have very, very serious issues with addiction. They are vulnerable. They go to these shelters for protection. They don't do it easily. And I've met enough of them in my career to know how difficult it is for them. They, they leave everything behind to go into these facilities. And if they can't feel safe, what is the point? But in this particular case, the woman who went into this shelter is in, in trouble, finds herself in trouble because she had the audacity to go to the Human Rights, Ontario Human Rights Legal Support Center to find out what her rights were when it comes to having a male who's transitioning, apparently, to female in her room. like, And she's the one who's discriminating? It's absurd. But maybe I'm wrong. I want to bring Joe Newberger into this conversation. You are uh, someone who deals with the legalities of all this kind of stuff. Um, Joe, what's your uh, take on this? Well, the... I'm I'm not an expert necessarily on the classifications, but I know that we've come to a point uh, where if an individual identifies as a particular sexual orientation, um, then we are to respect their rights in that regard. So if somebody identifies as transgender, even though they may be in transition, which may take a long period of time, months or years, we have to uh, respect the rights of that individual and their identity as they are identifying. And the clash that we have here is uh, there are very vulnerable women in a shelter who um, have uh, susceptibility, psychological and emotional, whether it's based in reality with respect to this individual or not, where they feel unsafe. I'm not saying that the transgender individual in any way is a threat, but just the presence of somebody who appears to be a male to these uh, very vulnerable females is causing trauma and difficulty for them. And so it seems to me that the quick fix of this would be to have the transgender individual move into an individual room uh, so that there could be privacy for this uh, lady. And this also underscores the lack of shelters we have mm-hmm. for other individuals. Like there's no shelters for men and there's no real shelters for persons who are transgender and suffer their own abuse and issues. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's a combination of problems, but we can't get caught up in too much of the political correctness we have to make efforts to protect those people who are vulnerable and are truly being harmed as a result of the situation. Well, and right. So, you know, the Ontario Human Rights, you know, these tribunals and these these places, I, I don't I'm not a big fan of them because to yeah. me they are um, these kangaroo courts that seem more and more to be erring on the side of um, political lunacy uh, over yeah. what is what is just plain common sense. If you've got yeah. eight women in a shelter all of them saying they're being triggered, they've had to be uh, hospitalized, they're scared of this person. Do they not have rights? And, and, and Joe, what is your right then as, as, let's say, this woman, Christy Hanna, to go in for a conversation, which, I, which would have been private, to speak freely without then getting your, your wrist slapped, saying that you're the discriminating one? Look, I think, it's, I think the reaction, if, if what the reporting is accurate, the, the reaction of the uh, council... Uh, for the Human Rights uh, Tribunal is inappropriate. You should not suggest to the individual that they're being discriminatory. They can express that how they do their classifications and that 
because this person is transgender, we have to respect their rights, and therefore we're not able to assist in this regard. But she can't get her wrist slapped, and she should not be treated like she's being discriminated or she's discriminating against another individual. Uh, there needs to be a fair degree of sensitivity towards her. It's not happening. And unfortunately, tribunals like this sometimes do very good work, but in other respects, they take political correctness to an extreme where it doesn't make sense anymore, and, and something should be done. Now, she does have legal rights. It doesn't stop her from bringing an action in court. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, by the time that works itself through the system, sure. this poor woman has been hospitalized, traumatized, and, you know, it's and a bankrupted. Use to her. You know? Yeah, and, it, and there's no use. You know, I mean, I'm sure she could get some legal aid funding for this. There's a public interest element to it. So legal aid might be willing to jump on board or a civil liberties lawyer. But the reality here is it's too long. Yeah. This woman will suffer for days and weeks when we need a quick fix. Quick fix is make room. Well, you yeah, know. but we don't have common sense. I mean, to even have the conversation, I was just saying off air to my um, my colleague, I, like I'm having this conversation and I'm so unsure of what language I'm getting right and getting wrong. Uh, right. You almost fear now that you don't want to say anything about it because you're going to be, you know, finding yourself with a human rights complaint filed against you, you know, because no one knows how to act, for lack of a better term, normal anymore. Well, you know, it, it's a question of us, uh, you know, understanding everybody's desires and interests and, and, and personal rights and choosing how they want to conduct their lives. And if we use a wrong term, you know, we should be forgiven for that. It doesn't mean we're discriminating or trying to step on their rights in any way. But we need to apply health consent in emergency situations like this, where there are identifiable vulnerable individuals who need some form of assistance. Mm-hmm. We're not saying protection. We're not saying this person's a threat, but the perception is enough to cause harm. So Stop the political correctness and just take some steps that make sense. And unfortunately, this this woman has no choice either to go back to this uh, unsafe, ridiculous situation or to commence a legal action in the courts. Well, look, the the eight women um, have filed a, a petition. And that's great. Yeah. But frankly, um, they're yeah. up against a, a Goliath here. So without this woman uh, bravely coming forward and, and speaking to the media, this thing wouldn't get attention and they probably would just have to deal with it. But the fact is, it is in the media now. And hopefully this will force the um, the women's shelter to to use their brains. But if they don't and it, and they seem to be clear, Joe, that um, that this person has rights and those rights are going to be put above these women, do they then? Is there something that they could do? Could they not file an injunction? Can they not file suit and say, you know... That's exactly what I'm suggesting. They could come together as a group, seek an injunction in the superior... Imagine the judge receiving this will have, you know, his or her head going, oh, God, how do I deal with this? And I think think there's political levels that have to get involved as well. Uh, You know, the shelters are financed. There's, There's funding. There's also contributions through the public. But, you know, the local level councillors, maybe the MPP, everybody's got to get involved to try and make a solution and maybe set something else up uh, that, that can that can assist because time is of the essence here. It's not a question of, you know, days and weeks that we can solve this. It's got to be solved immediately. An injunction can be brought in court fairly quickly. Yeah. But again, you're looking at a week or two turnaround and, you know, you can claim that this is irreparable damage. But again, this poor woman's going to suffer for another week or two. Sure. Horrible. Yeah. And, 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 you know, to believe the, uh, the, the, the person transitioning uh, would also, if, if in fact it's all legitimate, that they are also being uh, put through needlessly, uh, probably something that they don't want to go through. As I understand from the reporting, um, this person failed a sobriety test. 
uh, that you have to, I guess, take in this shelter. So here you've got someone who um, is then putting other people who have addiction issues in further in further yeah, and, risk. And, and obviously the transgender individual is in this shelter for their own issues because yeah. they have maybe faced discrimination and, and abuse. And so they need help as well. This is not a good situation for either. Can you imagine how that person's feeling? We need a practical, fast solution to make arrangements so that the person can have a private room, maybe somewhere else, can have their care taken care of, their needs and the resources and supports put in place, and then deal with these vulnerable women on their own in the shelter where they should be feeling safe. You'd think, Joe, but these days it's like, I don't know what's going on. It's like lunatics are running the asylum. There's so much silliness that goes on where practical, common-sense solutions can come into play at, you know, whether it's in our criminal justice system, whether it's in, you know, human rights legislation or shelters or politics, it's, we're going to an extreme and it is getting crazy. It is indeed. Well, we'll see what happens. You available to do a quick injunction for this lady? You'll feel like doing that today? I'm up to the cottage. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, Joe. Plus, I'm no expert at those things. All right. I appreciate it. Joe, enjoy the uh, long weekend. Thank you. All the best. Take care, Alex. You too. That's Joe Newberger uh, joining us. But see, again, had they just used a little common sense, they would have avoided, A, any media attention, B, any possible legal action. Because if I'm these women, I'm filing a suit. Just on the principle. Because they have been put in risk. And and the person brought in last week... They can do what they want if they feel they're also being adults around. But to me, again, the shelter should have used common sense from the get-go. The ladies feel uncomfortable. You feel uncomfortable. Let's get you in this room so that at least we've got a bit of space. Everyone can get acclimated. We can build a trust. And then we'll see how it goes moving forward. But if women are coming to you in a group of eight saying, we don't feel safe, We feel, you know, like we're being put in jeopardy. I'm being triggered. My addiction issues are coming out. And and you do nothing? Are you kidding me? Like that, that's the problem today. Common sense has gone out the window for a small group that make a lot of noise about what they want. The social engineers of, of our communities, of our of our of our world now, just they tell us what we must think and how we must see things and how we must uh, accept everything. And your rights don't mean anything anymore. So we'll see what happens. But to me, this this could have all been avoided, as many, many things generally can be.